Hey, how are you, everybody? My name's Sean Chaler. That's my friend Chris Ford. I'm Chris. That's Chris. I don't know why he doesn't do his own introduction. Why do I take That's his okay. voice out of oh. his mouth? That's a horrible thing to do on my behalf. No, you're good. I like being introduced. I, like a hype man, like Gary. Yeah, I'm rarely, I'm, I'm, I'm rarely ever introduced. That's time we do the uh, trivia. We should introduce each other. Oh, that'd be awesome. We need to. You know, I'd be like, no, who are just, these people? We need to make John introduce both of us, and he needs to do it oh, like he's in the Debbie, oh, like yeah. he's the WWF announcer in the ring. He needs to, or like, do you remember the movie Nice <laughs> Tale? Do you remember that movie? I still haven't watched it yet. Okay, uh, listen, don't tell my my friends this because they'll freak out. But it's an overrated movie. But it's charming. It's got its charms. Oh, okay. And they've got hot guys in it. But a lot of Heather's probably she could probably hear me through the wall. A lot of people love it, and it's just okay. I know. It's like it's been on my to watch list for a long time. Because one time I overheard someone talking about it, like, dude, you gotta watch Night's Tale. Like this is like Heath Ledger was great in in, in Dark Knight, but he's he's really great here too. Stuff so, and then, like I I heard that just I mean just tangentially. I'm like, yeah, one day I'll watch it. He is really good in it, but it's still like. And it is a good, like, it's an it's an enjoyable movie. It's, I don't know it's a good movie. It's an enjoyable movie that I watch voluntarily. But for some reason, like, some of Heather and some of my other friends, like, freak out about it. I was like, there's some weird stuff in that movie that just feels wrong and out of place. But Alan Tudyk is in it. Does that name ring a bell to you? That's uh, uh, Steve the Pirate. Yes, I know who I am. Disney, and he's like, what, every Disney movie, basically. Somewhere. And he voices the Joker in Harley Quinn. Yes, he does. I forgot about that. Gosh, he's uh, D- Tucker and Dale versus Evil, which is my favorite. I'm going to call it a horror movie, but it's not really a horror movie. Anyway, we're Avatar The Last Podcasters, and that that's, that's Chris Ford, and we'll get John to do that. My name is Sean Taylor. Today, this episode, uh, we are going to talk about a Roku novel that was announced. Chris uh, read the news a little bit today. I'm going in completely completely blind so i'm kind of excited to hear some of the news and then there's a synopsis released for it as well yeah which is pretty exciting because we don't always get that right sometimes we just get that little snippet at the back of the book or is that what a synopsis is and i just don't know that because i don't read books i'm i'm pretty sure that's what a synopsis is. that's what it is okay so listen we're all learning <laughs> things today but chris before we talk about that stuff uh how are you what what you been up to have you played the Avatar video game yet? I know the answer to that, but I want you to tell the people. What's going on? No, I, uh, I'm i fine. <laughs> um, but I still have not played that video game yet. Because I haven't heard the best things about it yet. And I, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, I can't get fooled again. <laughs> you can't fool me. <laughs> I, I honestly miss some of those days. Like, where, anyway, I don't want to get to it, too. But I just miss how a person could have a political belief, no matter what, what which one. And and it, it wasn't, like, immediately some type of reaction. Whether, no, whether how small or big their reaction is. But I don't know. It was just simpler times then, which is weird because it was like post nine eleven and a. But we we could just make fun of our politicians regardless of alignment, and we all 
we all yeah. at it and it was and it was fine but now it 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 becomes uh yep nope i get it we yeah. don't need to go too much like, farther i get it somebody threw a shoe at bush and That's, it was hilarious that okay listen i'm not saying that people should throw shoes at presidents you I'm should absolutely not do it's that. the funniest thing that you'll ever see on that is, camera res, res, respect the freaking office don't do that but it is hilarious. Watch, and he ducks them both. And like... He does a great job. Can you imagine? <laughs> Listen, you or I, I would expect us to duck a shoe, right? We both uh, we play little sports for yeah. young guys, right? He was like in his upper fifties, and he dodged a shoe nimbly, nimbly. Chris, you look spry. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fool me twice. Anyway, fool, fool, fool me once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, we are anyway. Great little Frank Caliendo callback. We got a phrase, got a phrase here, and and anyway, it's just a leader. Uh, Chris, you so haven't, you haven't played the game because Game Mill is not going to fool you twice or three times exactly. if you bought Kart Racers one. Listen, Kart Racers two and three above competent, like somewhere between competent and good, whatever that is. Like you would play them voluntarily; you just wouldn't pick them above Mario Kart. If that makes sense, Kart Racers two and three. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the only positive thing I could think of to say about Game Mill as a publisher. <laughs> yeah, but I um, I gotta get that thing at least twenty dollars off. I think. I think that's that, that seems like the yeah. It started at uh, fifty two, no. right? So if we're talking about a thirty dollar yes. game, I've got a lot thirty dollar game. I'm I'm cool with taking an L on thirty dollar game, especially with Avatar related. Yeah, one one hundred percent. All right. Well, thanks for letting me interject. That we just haven't talked about it at all, and I felt a little bad, mm-hmm. but we talked about yeah. it now. It's official. Chris, what else have you been up to? Nothing much. Nothing. I I really have have not been playing anything. Really watch it. Only thing I watch is um good propaganda, propaganda um of the rookie. Uh, I think I've mentioned that. I'm almost done with that. It's like, what's a cop again? Okay, I'm with you now. And then once I'm done with that, I'm going to move on to the best copaganda ever, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I think I will just go ahead and buy it. I'll wait until I'm done, which I think I have a couple more episodes to go. I don't think I'm even going to wait till Black Friday. I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine that much, and I'm willing to, to probably not save. At most, I would think it'll be like... $15 cheaper. Bucks, yeah. yeah, $15, $20. Yeah. Right now, 70 bucks for the whole thing, which is which is well worth it. 100%. Chris, it was, a, it was a big week in our household, not for grown-up reasons, but for the opposite. So last like month, we've been very busy. Well, this week, we've not been busy at all. It's been great. I've been playing, I've been playing Dragon's Crown on the PS4, been watching Modern Family. I've probably watched... 15 hours of football most of those hours with more than one game on at a time it's been amazing it's been tremendous um that being said next week is going to get kind of like we're coming up to holiday shopping season uh which i don't care for at all like i don't know how early you guys buy your presents this is like our holiday shopping season and i don't care for that at all but chris i did go to gamestop and i called you from gamestop because we were looking, listen, so light, light, I call it light news because we expect it to happen, is that you have submitted the form for us to have a panel. 
at Planet Comic Con. I'm not yet, but I will. Right, and it's it's light news because, of course, we could get a panel. We're very popular in that very specific context. <laughs> I just I just want to clarify that we are legitimately popular. Sometimes we humble ourselves and we we're joking. We are. It would be foolish of this sound. This is the most pompous thing I've ever said. It would be foolish of them not to accept our our uh, entry Basically, again because we we pack the room to hold people's attention till the end of the day, and then hand out prizes that we pay for ourselves. It would be foolish of them to turn <laughs> us away. Uh, no, Chris, we're we're usually pretty. We're humble, but usually we're just accurate, right? We know, uh, you know, we know what our audience is like, and then we know that when we go to Planet Comic Con, we get to feel really popular, and it's cool. So, GameStop's having a huge sale on it's it's just they're, don't everybody's freaking out. It's like, oh, GameStop's going to no, actually, GameStop has been doing relatively better business than they had in a while. It's their normal pre-holiday clearance sale. That's it, but it's a big sale. So, actually, supposed there, to be the GameStop hater. Oh yeah, I just you're over here Chris, hyping them up, Sean. Chris, listen to Chris, I said, Chris, Chris, listen to me. The only time I go into GameStop is when I can buy real cheap stuff on clearance. That's not the sign of a good store. That's the sign of a bad one. <laughs> That's it. It's like a like Best Buy. I only ever shop their clearance and their open box. That's not a good. That's not a compliment for a store. But anyway. They're having buy one, get three free on all their clearance, and there's lots of pops because the pop apocalypse is coming. And so I call you on the phone. I was like, I got to get some of these pops for prizes. And I walked out of there, and my wife sees me walk into the house with three, like, one-foot-tall shredder pops. <laughs> and then, A, I couldn't help it, Chris. I got, like, this massive, the, the unic, the, what's his name, Unicron from Transformers. And he's like, oh, you did get that. I did. I couldn't help. I was like, he's too cool. And basically, it averaged out to like ten bucks per massive pop. I couldn't resist it. Or like nine bucks per massive pop after tax. So I couldn't resist. So listen, if the random prize that you would like to win is one of a few random massive GameStop exclusive shredder pops, <laughs> you come to our panel in Kansas City that we're gonna get. But this is my really long-winded way of saying I don't like holiday shopping. I do like shopping for like fun stuff, like price. Like I don't want to go buy. I don't want to go buy this person that I have to buy this gift for this exact thing that they told me to get them. That feels ridiculous. Uh, can I just let me give you money and you go get that thing? But I do like buying prizes and things that I'll just hold on to until opportunity arises. Mm -hmm. Like, this is a perfect opportunity for a, a foot-tall GameStop exclusive Shedder, Shedder Pop. My favorite thing to shop for. Also, mm -hmm. yes, I don't like GameStop. Let's let's make that very clear. Chris, that's what I got. We're signed up for Con. I'm excited. I, that, that, that's yes. as good of a transition as I have into the, into the news, into today's topic. Today's topic. That boy Avatar Roku then got himself a deal, a movie, no, no, a book deal. Which okay, I'm going to sell. I'm going to contradict myself all throughout this. I think because so this is the news. Roku has a new novel coming out. Um, it is slated to come out July. What is it? Twenty July twenty third. 
2024. That's and... not a real number. John Wayne. <laughs> and this is, you know, part of the Avatar Chronicles uh, books. Why is it dark in your house? Did the lights go off? Yeah, let me... Okay, it looks like our recording's still going. I think my light bulb just burned out. Huh. Okay, all right, well, that's fine. But I see uh, our we'll just still wait. going and the recording's still working. Okay. Oh. Volume, volume. All right, cool. Anyway, that's I fine enough. I guess we're doing um, this now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why did it get dim? <laughs> Spooky season, Chris. Why wouldn't it get dim? <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, let me, you, you keep talking. I'm just going to get the light bulb a little unscrew and no. a little back, back in. Uh, okay. Avatar Roku has a book coming out about him. Uh, FCE is not coming back around this time. It is going to be an author by the name of Randy uh, Ribe or Ribe? Ribe? It is R-I-B-A-Y. You know that guy? No, I'm surprised. Oh, okay. that the, I'm surprised that uh, it feels like FC's novels have been very successful. Maybe he's just tired of writing Avatar novels. Yeah, no, and, and like I said before, when we had did our um, Yang Chin, kind of our last spoiler, um, our spoiler review, and I read his last footnote on it. It sounded a bit like a, a little bit of finality to it, so it made it seem like. I got the hint that he was kind of done for now, which I get it. He, he wrote freaking four books. Uh, an easy so, process. Yeah, and also not in his own universe and stuff. I'm yeah. sure he's, you know, Chris, we're two handcuffed a little bit here and there. Percent done with our book, you know? It's crazy. Yeah. Someday. Someday. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, Randy. You know, I will first go ahead and read the synopsis, and then I'll get into a little bit of other details. <clears throat> Which we do have a synopsis that I have not read yet. So, from National Book Award finalist, Randy Rabai. I gotta figure out way how much. Randy. You trailed off a little bit there, buddy. What was that? I'm sorry. From National Book Award finalist Randy Rebay comes a gripping new chapter starring Avatar Roku in the New York Times best-selling Chronicles of the Avatar series set in the world of Avatar Last Airbender and the Legend of Korra. A young Avatar Roku has only just commenced his training at the Southern Air Temple when his erstwhile friend, Prince Sozin, requests his aid in preventing the Earth Kingdom from claiming a remote Fire Nation island. Despite his inexperience, Avatar Roku slips away with the help of an irritating young airbender named Gyatso. As the reluctant companions delve deeper into their wayward mission, they begin to realize that even greater threats lie ahead. Plagued by self-doubt but eager to prove himself, Roku fights for his life and the lives of others while ensuring that the hidden secret of the island doesn't fall into the wrong hands. This searing fifth installment in the Chronicles of the Avatar series explores the beginning of Roku's journey from privilege, Fire Nation Noble, to the powerful but indecisive Avatar, whose hesitancy may ultimately pave the way for the Hundred Year War. <clears throat> What's your thoughts, Sean? Do you want my initial gut reaction right out the gate? I'm happy to give it. Yes. I don't care for that at all. That feels... <laughs> Like, we are, first of all, I don't like prequels that are this close. There's no wiggle room mm. for creativity. 
right? Yeah. There's nothing. I know what happens to the end of the story. You can't take away an important character from me. I know Gyatso lives. It's not like he's going to be. So I don't like that. I don't like the fact that they're pairing him with Gyatso. Like, they're trying to tie too many important people together. Like, it's a Marvel, Star Wars, Disney Plus. Oh, this has, this has a little bit of solo feeling it here. Does. Yeah. I, Chris. Okay, keep in mind, everybody, I, I'm going to I'm gonna read it. <laughs> it's very frustrating. I'm going to read it. This is the first time I've heard this this synopsis at all. This is my live reaction, and I'm upset as I've been at anything Avatar-related in quite some time. <laughs> wow, that's that's interesting. <clears throat> I, even when you said Roku novel, I was like, I was I was giving it the benefit of the doubt. Like, all you know, young Roku maybe would get a unique story or something, but now I'm immediately saying, yeah. like, nope, I know what happens in this story. Man, wow. That is that is quite the response. <clears throat> no, you go ahead. No, what's your oh. give me your Unfortunately this doesn't like overwhelm me with positivity. I'm not like, oh man, I'm looking forward to this because like you said, like like I we know what happens. We know <clears throat> and they even say that Roku's hesitant and stuff. <clears throat> and also I feel like Roku's PR team came out with like, yo, Quark's PR team killed it. Like, no one's talking <laughs> bad about Quark anymore. Like, people now Those understand Quark. Guys, they're giving him <laughs> a pass these days. <laughs> like, this guy went from being the most airheaded avatar who didn't care, just fl- go with the flow. People did their own business to like, Holy crap! Everyone's feeling for him. He had it so rough. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> now they're like Roku. You need your own treatment because people saying you're the worst avatar. People saying that genocide happened on your watch. We gotta show. We gotta give and show a new side to you, Roku. And um, I don't know. But and also, it seems a little bit like revisionist history. Almost like we know what happened. A bit. We like now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Say you know, I know that. I know that's a weird thing to say off of fiction that they're doing revisionist history. Listen, but it's never a bad time to teach you know parallel real concepts. Uh, I'll say it. It does feel a bit like a salvage job, but like. And listen, I'm not saying that Ro- that we don't deserve to learn about maybe some of Roku's better characteristics, right? There's probably some in there somewhere. We, but even those, like we saw him <clears throat> as Aang's guide of just being like a helpful, wizened old avatar. I, uh, yeah. I'll still, look, we're going to read it. We're probably, there's an okay chance that we're going to be fine with it or better. But like, pick a different target. It's a big universe out there it is that's and that's the thing is that it is a freaking massive universe it's as big as you like, want it to be go farther in the future <laughs> go farther in the past <clears throat> do anything it is it is a really it's kind of how star wars is like stuck on skywalker stuff i know it and <laughs> okay so we have to preface this by saying that neither of us is the biggest star wars person and we accept that yeah. But this might be the reason why. No, it might be one reason why is that it's a it's Star Wars 
the, the, the literal the whole universe is at their disposal and we hear about eight people and they all got to be in all of each other's tv shows every time um there are some <clears throat> there are some a little bit interesting things here fair enough um, sounds positive now the part that it's kind of the the cliffhanger almost is that this island this this remote island, it has some type of secret behind it. They say, what did it say? Fine. It says, Roku fights for his life and the lives of others while ensuring that the hidden secrets of the island doesn't fall into the wrong hands. What could those secrets be? No, like I know it's not, better not be unanimity again. But... <laughs> it's just Sparky, Sparky <laughs> Boom Man's home. That's all it is. Could you imagine <laughs> the sparky, sparky boom dad and sparky boom mom and little sparky this, So, so like, why would the Earth Kingdom be interested in this island? Um, um but I feel like it's also going to be. I feel like they're, they're going to try and paint a little more, better picture of not only Roku, but of Sozin. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be like, oh well, and oh, then and I'm I'm not I don't really. Like that, and that's because Sosin is the he 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 did genocide. I don't think better. like I don't I don't want you. I guess maybe provide more paint paint a, a I can't a think more of, distinct I can't think picture of, of it, but it's maybe it's yeah. more uh, justify is the right word. Painting a better picture is not quite because it's not, but it, but you get more context. Like maybe he's not just a bad guy. That wants to take over the world. He's just like an empirical ruler trying to expand his territory, which is like less forgivable, but more of like a realistic villain setup. You know, he like you you'll get more of the less of the generic bad guy overlord, and more of the like. No, I'm a king trying to expand my very successful empire, like kings are wont to do throughout history. Maybe get more of that yeah. fleshing out, not necessarily better. I don't know if that's. I'm trying to think of the right word for it. <clears throat> it is uh the size of it is the page number count is relatively the same as the others it's about 380 i think is what i read somewhere around there um let's see if there's anything else interesting oh when it comes to like me and gyatso sure it does feel very much like you know solo-ish you know oh we got put gyatso in here now, that was a really cool thing about the kyoshi novels it's like we met so many new people, and they completely connected with us. Look at all the content that spawned for us, like all the content, that kind of stuff, inspired just by having new characters and new stories to work with. Like, we were that much more engaged in the universe. Is it fair yeah. to say? I'm... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, maybe I'm just not as excited because Avatar Roku is probably my least favorite. No, no, it's not Zeto is until you know until he gets real treatment. Yeah. Story, yeah. And his story is way better. Yeah, because someday I feel like we really are just gonna turn into the podcast that like one week, like week at a time, we just tell our narrative, right? Like one chapter per week or something. We'll just flesh it out yeah. one time live. Uh, but we're gonna tell his story. Hey, I, I, I'm cool with that. I've never listened to one of those before. We should probably do that so we know. <laughs> should probably not just jump into it. 
but but we'll we'll figure it out. Um, I'm 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 not trying to stretch for positives, but I am trying to empathize a little bit as we dive into this new world of Avatar Studios. It probably makes good business sense to have some familiar faces in some of this early content. And you know what people like maybe maybe more than Roku is this Gyatso tie-in. Like, let's see more of this. Ever, people love Aang. Let's see more of this pre-Aang. Um, and so, <laughs> I'm, again, trying to choose the choice. Here it says he's irritating. It does say irritating, and I assume that's from Roku's perspective. Yeah, yeah. Um, but can you imagine this <clears throat> just throwing regular pies? Oh my gosh, with man. the Firebender's help throwing flaming pies. How cool would that be? But I, I, I see a business case for this choice. Yeah. Uh, the author, a little bit about the author. Um, so I said his name before. His name is Randy Rybeck. Uh, he has written like four or so books. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're all critically acclaimed. Um, <laughs> one of them is called After the Shot Drops, and it's about basketball. And Sean, I want to read you the synopsis no of this book because I I laughed about it. Well, it's, <clears throat> it's cool that it's about basketball. Like, what are the chances that this crossover, yeah, this right. Venn diagram, that it consists of us Maybe, yeah. and this author? Maybe we can get him on the show and do a basketball avatar across the I hope so. But, uh, you know, yeah, go ahead. Uh, a powerful no- anyway, a powerful novel about friendship, basketball, and one team's mission to create a better life for its family. Written in the tradition of Jason Reynolds, whatever, okay, that part's not important. Uh, <clears throat> so here's a synopsis. Bunny and Azir have been best friends forever. But when Bunny accepts an athletic scholarship across town, Azir feels betrayed. So when I read that, I laughed out loud. Cause I was like, oh, that sounds like Roku and Sozin. <laughs> like when Roku got the Avatar hood, Sozin felt betrayed. They, he just took that novel structure and he's just going to, just going to, what do you call it? A palette swap? He's going to palette swap that novel? Yeah. That's kind yeah. of amazing. I actually hope that's what's happening here. Um, oh, if you're curious, it then goes on to why Bunny, or Roku, um, <laughs> tries to fit in with his new privileged peers, Nazir Sozin, spends more time with his cousin, Wallace, no metaphor in there, who is being <laughs> evicted. Nazir can't help but wonder why the neighborhood, oh wait, maybe Wallace is the Fire Nation in this metaphor. And, you know, Wallace, who is being evicted... Azir can't help but wonder why the neighborhood is falling over itself to help Bunny when Wallace is in trouble. Hmm, like why is the world so infatuated Roku while the Fire Nation is in trouble? I don't know. Anyway, uh, but we do yeah, know the Fire Nation. a little hard at a parallel. That yeah, it's okay. It. Okay, well, All right, I'm done with that. It, you know, maybe we'd have time to develop our, our parallel a little better. Yeah, he also had another book called "An Infinite Number of Parallel Universes," which is the book actually. Sent. This is the book that I was like, "Oh, sounds interesting," and I'll never read it. <laughs> Four friends from from wildly different backgrounds have bonded over Dungeons and Dragons since the sixth grade. Now they're facing oh, senior Dungeons. year in a major. Sh- All right, this was written in 2015, I think. Oh, nice! And now they're facing 
senior year and a major shift in their own universe. Math whiz Archie is struggling with his parents' divorce after his dad comes out as gay. Marie is terrified of her adoptive mother's life-altering news. Dante is carrying around a huge secret that is pr proving impossible to keep hidden. And when Sam gets dumped by the love of his life, everyone is ready to join him on a cross-country quest to win her back. The four quickly discover that the road is not forgiving, and that real life is no game. They must face a test of friendship where the stakes are more than just a roll of the dice. They are life and death. Uh, so the reason why I was I went and, and read some of the synopsis of the books, I'm curious if he does a lot more... Oh, this sounds a little bit more relationshipy than at least the Yang Chen novels do. Um, but of course the Kyosh novels were like filled with relationship stuff but <clears throat> like the sc novels they always like obviously they have relationship components in them but they're rarely the 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 key spectacle within the novel whereas in what you just yeah. described those are the core of the novel yeah. interesting to see if that plays out with gyatso and... now there is a well there's always been a fan theory that sozin and roku had uh an unrequited love i don't know which way between the other ones some say that like sozin was like a closeted gay and also he couldn't get over his uh, love of roku and betrayal and stuff that's also like he was just a self-hating that's a fan theory uh self-hating gay person who and also wrote sozin went on to like implement um <clears throat> like uh bans on different sexualities and things like that which might come from some self-hate so some fans have a little bit of speculating there. I'm not sure they'll dive into that. If they do, sure, why, why not? Um, but, uh, I don't know. I'm villainizing. A surprised, but I've been wrong yeah. a lot. So hey. <laughs> Uh, I just want to point sorry. out because it, it is a. I'm saying I'd be a little surprised if the fan theory is correct. That's not too critical. I'd be surprised if they delve that far, if they delve that way in this book. Sorry, I yeah. meant to critique the. Didn't mean to critique the fan theory itself. Oh, it's a fine of fan theory. There's enough there. I think maybe even I did I say something about it in We've talked about it before. Video sometimes? I don't okay. I couldn't even begin to tell you which video, um, but I know it has come up before. Yeah. Um uh, anyway, I don't really have much more to add about the Roku novel. Of course I'm gonna read it day one, probably within the first week. As It'll be do. interesting. This will be the yeah. yeah. This will be the uh First Avatar book from a male's perspective, just be interesting to see a different dynamic. Um, it's a nice segue into our topic of next week. When so, like next week, we're talking about villains, uh, and there's like a nice segue in here somewhere that we could probably spend too much time digging through about uh, discussing the difference between you know a bad guy and a villain or you know a bad person and a villain etc cetera, etc cetera. there's probably a nice segue in there somewhere yeah. right no offense yeah, i am i am yeah i am curious to see who the bad guy will be in this book i have no real speculation of it but i'm sure they could possibly rank high in a ranking of the big bats of avatar someday we'll have to do and or redo that video Chris, uh, final thoughts? Anything you want to wrap up other than just, again, we will, we'll read it, and I'm sure like I said, there's at least an okay chance that we will like it or be okay with it or better. 
I might even. Man, if I had to put a percent chance on, there's probably an eighty percent chance that I will like it. I think that's a very. There's probably a ten percent chance that I will love it. That's exactly ten percent chance that I would just be like, eh, whatever. I I enjoyed the 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 world building and stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna say seventy to eighty that I'm okay with it to like it, and then a little, little on each, uh, each side. That's right where I'm at. Yeah. But uh, yeah. ultimately, hey, in the end, I hope it is good because I hope it is successful because I hope Avatar Studios is successful. That's it. Hey, my name's Sean Taylor. That's Chris Ford. That's Chris Ford. A.K.A. the Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter and Planet Comic Con fame. Wait, it's more of a local. That is true. It's more of a local fame, but to me, that one hits right here. And <laughs> this has been Avatar The Last Podcasters. Thank you for watching or listening. If you can give us any likes or reviews or comments, all of it is, is helpful. Or you know, even hit the dislike button if you if you feel like that. That's fine. Do whatever. We appreciate Don't do that. We appreciate That's, your interaction with us. do that. I don't appreciate that shit at all. Follow your heart. <laughs> follow your heart. <laughs> Better I'll put follow the, the thumb up button. Don't, Chris, don't dissuade people from speaking their minds. Although, what could you possibly have to, bad to say about it? If, don't if you don't question. like it, put it in the comments. <laughs> all right, you know what? Actually, yeah. If you don't like it, give us the constructive criticism down in the comments before you hit the dislike button. Let's have let's have discourse, you know? Let's have a conversation. In the meantime, thanks for watching and I'll put the stuff in the description as always and we will we'll talk to you next time. Chris, you're right. I did chuckle when you mentioned his other novel was about basketball because I did not expect that to be that author's other topics of specialty. Fantastic. Yeah, two, yeah, two other books I didn't read. There's some synopsis to it, but gonna go out on a limb and say there's not actually a lot of basketball.